Yo people, how are we all? We're back with another solo episode today. The last one was on the 22nd of December, so nearly a month ago now since the last solo episode. And the last one was with my good friend Jake, episode 27, Jake Jones. He spoke over his transformation, both physical and mental. And uh, with him being an ex-team member of mine, it was good to hear some feedback from myself and, and how he's sustained his habits after working with myself. So if you want a bit of motivation and um, you want to obviously hear his journey um, and how he made that transition, go and give it a bit of a listen. It's a fantastic chat. And what I have found from these podcasts already, just looking at like the analytics, because I've got the analytics up on my phone, I can see obviously the conversations that I have with other people hit different in comparison to the, the solo ones. I think these solo ones are good and uh, I do offer some good value because um, I do talk specifically about one area alone instead of across multiple with somebody else. But 2024 is definitely the year of the guests coming on. So I've got a good guest coming on over the next few weeks, which I'm really excited for. And that's going to be a really good chat. And I'm just going to keep it up um, once every few weeks, I think, just to make sure that we're talking to a, a wide variety of people. And I didn't know which area to go down because I love to talk to everybody about different goals. I'm very uh, curious about you know people and how their mind works um, and specifically a mindset. And anybody who achieves something, let's say, of significance, or even just like everyday people, it's good to know how their mind works um, and also, you know, what they do in the day to day and um, how they set up their life and stuff. Because I think it's it's very interesting to know those things. So definitely more guests coming in the near future. But today's episode is going to be on the fear of missing out. Now, I know this is something that a lot of people struggle with because in this day and age, I think there's a lot of focus around sacrifice and there's a lot of focus around and this pressure about being successful at a very young age and having to do X or Y or have all these accomplishments uh, by this or by then. And it creates this subconscious pressure, right? And the fear of missing out with social events and your friends and your family and doing other things outside of, let's say, your goal with your physique or, you know, whether it be you know, career related or whatever is massively apparent because we have to kind of make these choices of what do I want to do? Do I want to do this or do I want to do, do I want to do that? And it's difficult to sometimes find the balance between the two. So I wanted to put together a bit of episode of how I've managed to overcome this in the past. Some of the barriers and challenges that I've definitely faced in them in kind of previous experiences and what I do today to kind of manage it and I don't think you ever get to a position where you find perfect balance between the two. There's always going to be this kind of constant seesaw or walking the tightrope of balance between life and your goals and, you know, being successful or pushing towards something that's meaningful to you and your physique related goals and your fitness and then food and eating out. And there's sometimes in life where we accept defeat in one area and we say, right, okay, that's fine. Let's say over the festive period, for example, you know, over Christmas and New Year, the, the goal is not to make progress. The goal is not to lose body fat. The goal is to enjoy your time with family and friends. So we are not 100% going to miss out. It's not going to happen. So there's going to be times where the, the scales will tip in one direction. And there might be other times, let's say in January, where a lot of people are doing dry January or they're doing like a 75 hard challenge where they're saying, right, okay, for this amount of time, I'm being this dedicated. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And I think there's there's definitely space for that, 110%. I think that's so important to have space for that because we need to have these periods of time where 
we push forward and we learn about ourselves, we build discipline, we build confidence, we build willpower and dedication. And those are things that allow us to to develop our personality and our traits. Um, and through doing all these things, you do find a balance. You start to learn about yourself and you start to see, right, okay, where do I function best? At what level of sacrifice? How much do I have to give up of my time or my social events or uh, whatever it may be for me to move forward in this area, which is meaningful to me this much, for me to actually feel like I'm fulfilled in, in multiple areas? Because sometimes you can overstep the line and I've 100% overstepped the line before. And this is why I'm speaking from a place of experience because I've been in a position where all I've done is, is social events and go out and drink alcohol. A lot of you know, that based around university and your life is just going out and meeting friends and doing stuff. And I do think, you know, we should actually continue to do that as much as we possibly can. Obviously not drinking alcohol every single time, but we should continue to be as social as possible because we are social animals. But I've also had times where, especially when I was building my business, when I moved home and I transitioned from being a waiter, which is something I want to mention in a moment, I transitioned from being a waiter in Turtle Bay to living at home with my dad and my brother. And I was initially building my business and obviously it was very meaningful to me and I wanted to get it off the ground. I wanted to get it moving. So I was probably very imbalanced in the other direction. And specifically when I started to do my bodybuilding prep, that's when I tipped the scales all the way in the other direction. And I mean, all the way. I was 100% in with my physique related goals and every other thing, let's say social events, family events, whatever, it was on the opposite end of the spectrum. And those are things that I actually pushed to one side. And through doing that, I learned that that is definitely not what I want to do. Um, so that's a good lesson to learn. And I think you always have to have like oversight or overreach or overstep the mark for you to then understand, right, okay, that's probably a little bit too far for me. So I need to pull back a little bit and come back to this specific position. And a lot of people don't get started in the first place because they don't like the word sacrifice. They have to actually give something up. They have to change or give something up what they have right now to have something else. And that's a, a difficult one, a difficult conversation because sacrifice is necessary in every single area of your life. If you want to have anything which is meaningful, and that could be a career or a business, that could be a physique, you know, get into great shape. It could be having a great family or a great relationship, you know, there's going to be a certain amount of sacrifices that we have to give to get something in return. Of course, we're not just going to be able to have everything with zero sacrifice because, you know, if it was that easy, everybody would do it. And also if you didn't have to sacrifice to get something, which most of the time is actually valuable to obtain, the thing in which is valuable to obtain wouldn't be valuable. It would be something which is not valuable because everybody has it. Thing, the, the, the thing that makes things valuable to obtain a lot of the time is the scarcity that it has or the amount of people that have it. That's why when people have a great physique, you know, if you look at somebody and they've, you know, got you know, great set shoulders and, and they've got, you know, tapered waist and a good set of abs and it's taken them years to build this physique. The reason why people look at it in awe is because that is hard. It takes years and years and years and years of consistency to build that. And that's why people look and go, Jesus, that's that's really good. But where do you sit? What's the level of sacrifice that we have to make? And this is something that I wanted to kind of talk over today and also the fear of missing out because this is what holds a lot of people back. Um, it's whether I have to choose, oh, do I, do I choose my goals or I choose my friends? Do I choose to go out and enjoy my life and enjoy my time and do things right now? Or do I postpone that and put it off to one side? But you can find a happy medium between the two. But the first thing that we have to understand is, 
there is going to be a, a level of sacrifice and that level of sacrifice throughout your life is going to change. So for example, you know, I've started in a position where, um, I wasn't willing to make a sacrifice. Then I kind of leveled up a little bit and I was starting to, to actually be willing to have more of a sacrifice because I was starting to see a bit of a return on the investment in terms of time and effort and energy that I was making. And that's specifically when I was in 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 Turtle Bay. Um, and this is when I first struggled with the fear of missing out because in university, um, I was probably coming into third year, transitioning across into fourth year. So I was coming through my master's in university. I had a job. I was working probably around about 30 hours, 30 to 40 hours-ish a week as a waiter. And obviously you do like 10-hour shifts at a time. So that could be three days, maybe four days a week sometimes. So I was kind of kind of part-time contract, but I was still going to the gym at the same time. And um, this is initially when I started to, to first build my coaching business because I had a food page and it's the same page that I have right now, Joe's Every Day. And the reason why I called it Joe's Every Day was, was actually because I was just posting what I ate every day. That's, that's initially why I first started it. And um, I was posting my food. I did it for a few years and obviously I had a few followers on the page and I thought, you know what, why not just try and you know, start training some people online while I'm also doing my part-time job as well. So I could potentially, you know, if I got into a good position, I could potentially transition, but I wasn't even thinking that far ahead. I was just thinking it'd be great to train some people. It'd be great to, you know, prioritize those things. Now, because I made that leap, I thought, right, I need to start making sure that I'm I'm the person to to give the advice because I can't, you know, throw stones from glass houses or I can't, I don't know, build stilts or build my house on sand stilts or whatever, because it would just collapse. I need to make sure that I'm, I'm talking from a place of authority. So I needed to say, right, okay, my standards are going to raise. So in Turtle Bay, that's where all my friends were. I was living with one of my good friends, Ruben, as well at the time. Um, Ruben was a great friend, good lad, and we had such a good time. And he also worked in Turtle Bay as well. And also there's a group of friends in there, well, I was really good, really good friends with and really close with as well. And obviously a lot of the social events with it being university and also with it being a bar and a restaurant was social events, late nights, drinking alcohol, going out for food, um, always on the go. And when you're trying to build a business, it takes time, especially alongside your job, because you're essentially working two jobs at the same time. You are going and working in Turtle Bay. And then I was working out and training four to five times per week. I was also making sure I was, you know, controlling my nutrition and tracking all that because I wanted to make sure I was speaking from a place of authority. I didn't just want to tell people to do things and not do it myself. And also trying to build a business and regulate my social media and have, uh, you know, regular content on my social media and put valuable content out there as well. So it was almost kind of working two jobs at the same time. So I was doing a lot. And because of the requirement of time, I usually did have to miss out on a lot of the, the things that a lot of my friends were doing. And this was hard because when you're in those environments, let's say I'm in work and everyone's saying, right, what are you doing tonight? Where's everybody going? What are we doing here? Maybe you're coming here, you're doing this next week. And it was just constant conversation. And it's hard because sometimes you do feel left out. Sometimes you might feel like, oh God, like everyone's doing this and I'm being a little bit distant. But one thing that we have to remember when you are building something like this is the value in which the thing in which you're building. Because a lot of people, they cannot see past the next weekend. They're always thinking about what they want now instead of what they want most. And this is where you need to find a a, a beautiful balance between the two. Because if you're always thinking about what you want now, you're always just going to have short-term instant gratification. And you're probably never going to obtain something which is of great value 
if you're just always doing what you want now, what you want now, what we now, instead of thinking, what do I want most, which is more so thinking, okay, maybe I need to put this thing to one side. So for example, maybe I'm not going to go out on the Friday night so I can feel fresh on the Saturday morning so I can get up and I can do my work and I can build my business and then I can be fresh to do my session and then I can get things done. And sometimes the thing in which we want now is very valuable because it has that instant gratification, that instant dopamine hitting that return instead of the the thing that is, let's say, longer term where I don't see any return on the investment until a year down the line. And it's like, oh God, you know, which would I prefer? And there's this constant kind of scale in our mind and values about what do I need to do? And it's, it's difficult. Um, and you need to find a balance because you can't always sacrifice what you want now for what you want most, because happiness is about living in the here and now, but also having an element of being proud, of being satisfied, but keep moving forward and having these goals where you do have to put the things to one side every so often. It's like saving money. If you get all your money into your account on payday and then you spend all your money on you know, things you want now. So you get your fresh trainers and you get your your new Gucci or whatever it is that you want to buy. You get a new car, you get a watch, whatever. And these are things that necessarily are great and you want now, but what if we need to save money for a house or save money for, um, you know, your family or a holiday or whatever. It's like those things do need to happen at the same time. And you need to find a balance between the two. Because this is where that sweet spot lies. So when I was in Turtle Bay, I was really struggling with this because all my friends, they were going out and I almost have to say no quite a lot. And I felt like I was pushing everybody else away a lot and it was difficult. And I didn't want them to, to feel as if like I was pushing them all away. So one thing that I did do, and I think this is a great tip, and this is something that I speak to all my clients about as well, is we have to have a bit of a preemptive strike. So we need to almost say, I am kind of building my business or I am, um, you know, going after my physique based goals. So let's say, you know, if you are wanting to take things up another level in 2024, you want us to change your habits. What you want to do is you want to have a conversation with your partner. You want to have a conversation with the people who you are surrounded by, because initially if you don't and you start changing and saying no, and you know, I don't want to go for food. I don't want to get that. They'll be like, what's going on? Like, you're just not wanting to do anything with me. You know, you're not, you're changing and all this, you're all that. And if they don't understand your motives and understand your goals, they're just going to start to resent you and think, oh, you're changing. What the, what, the, what the hell's all this about? But if you sit down at the start, and this is what I did with my friends as well, and be like, right, okay, like I'm trying to do this at the moment and it's something that I really want to do. I absolutely love it. And I'd appreciate it if you kind of supported on me. I'm probably going to have to say no to some social events and some social occasions. So please, like, you know, um, bear with, you could say, um, and just be patient. I want to get involved like if and where I can, but I don't need to feel as if like I'm just being hot and cold and I'm on and off and stuff like that. I just wanted you to know because I really do care and I do want to spend time with you guys. And that is a really important part because that then allows you to push forward and they can be quite understanding and hopefully you can find a bit of a happy medium between the two Um, and also find this balance that we talk about. You know, balance is is a word that I love and hate at the same time, but this balance is key because if we're restricting ourselves from one area of our life too much, and that could be, let's say social, 
if we restrict ourselves too much, because we're social beings, you're going to start to become very unfulfilled. You're going to become very unhappy. We need to see people. We need to be with people. We need to have conversations and, you know, enjoy time and be social. That's exactly what we're meant to do because we're social beings. We're not meant to be on our own all, all the time, you know, um, grafting and doing this and doing that. Like, yes, these things are important, but don't lose sight of the people you are surrounded by. And, um, you know, relationships and friends and family because these things are very very important for for not only just being happy but also just staying sane if you go through periods of time where you know all you do is one thing and you know you make too much sacrifice it's like you become weird <laughs> you do um you probably lose your social skills and all that jazz and, and that's not good like nobody wants to to do that you don't want to be around somebody who doesn't have any social skills so i think it's important to to generate that balance as much as we possibly can and you should never kind of restrict yourself down to being in a position with you know being with absolutely nobody because um that does make you a bit of a recluse and that's not good either um so just leading on from that total base situation and one time with my dad um especially when I was doing my bodybuilding competition, he found it really difficult to understand the level of sacrifice that I wanted to give towards my goals at that period of time. And it was because he didn't fully understand my goals and what I wanted to achieve and why it was so meaningful to me. And he just thought, why aren't you in the pub with your mates? Why aren't you in the pub with your mates? Why aren't you, um, you know, going out and playing football or playing rugby and doing the sport? Because my routine was very much the same. I had the same things every day. I was doing the same things every day. I went to the gym and he just thought I was just, you know, being a bit of a robot. And that's what he, he used to call me. He used to call me a robot. And he used to get on my skin because it was something that I actually wanted to do. And it was something that was really meaningful to me. And he just thought he's just missing out on everything. And he had the fear of me missing out. And he was pushing and pushing and pushing. And I remember one time I had to kind of sit down and have a conversation. And say like, look, dad, this is the thing which brings me happiness. I'm not missing out. Um, as much as, you know, reflecting back at that time, I probably will look back and go, you know what? I probably was very imbalanced. Um, so he did have a leg to stand on, of course. But I had to have a conversation and say, look, dad, I probably, um, I want you to kind of understand this and get on board with this because this is something I genuinely want to do. And I, I wouldn't do it if, if I didn't want to do it. And um, so please kind of come on board with this. And he started to change in terms of the way he was talking about it and how supportive he was. And that just goes to show that when you, when you do explain things to people around you, it really does help. And you have that preemptive strike. It really does kind of share your value and share the thing in which you know that you want to change. And then they can get on board with that. And then they can help with that. And that leads me on to another tip is if you are pushing forward, you want to make sure that you are trying to still actively make an effort and be social with your friends, but it can just be different. So it doesn't have to be going out and drinking loads of alcohol. And in the UK, it's difficult because a lot of social events are based around alcohol. Go in the match, watching the footy, go in the pub. Like these are the kind of people's second home. And everything doesn't have to be surrounded by those things. So you can set socials up that aren't centered around getting pissed and eating a shed load of food. You can do runs, you can go spa days. For example, today, I'm eating two of my, two of my mates, best mate Tom and his brother. We're going down to the sauna in... Uh, in Chester and we're going to do that midday sauna swim and then I'm going to go to Liverpool this evening do a bit of shopping quite a light bite don't have to have anything it can be you know very social and it's not centered around getting pissed and, and kind of eating a shed load of food so you're still doing these things but you're just on track at the same time it's finding again that balance between the two and this kind of seesaw between the two but 
It is also very important to actively make an effort. So if you're saying no all the time, and I think this is logical, right? If you're asking somebody, oh, do you want to do this? And do you want to do that? And the person in which you're asking is just saying, oh, I don't really want to do this. I don't want to do that. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. Eventually, you're going to stop asking them because you're sick of asking them because they never say yes. And um, over time, you probably won't be their friend anymore. So what you need to do is if somebody's asking you, can you do this and you can do that? And obviously you have to say no, because you don't want to do this and you don't want to do that. Say, oh, can we do this instead? Or maybe should we go and do this instead? And offer an alternative to the plans in which they make. Or also you can just go, but you don't have to do the things in which they're doing. That's hard because obviously you have to have good willpower. Because I think your, your environment's very important. I think going like, you know, when people ask you, oh, do you want to come on a night out? And um, you say, yes, but I'm not going to drink. It's like, right, if you're in a group of six people who are all getting pissed, chances are you are also going to get pissed as well. So you do have to have very good willpower if you're going to do that. You know, if you have to go, have two and then come away. It's difficult. It's hard. Yes. But if you do do it, you find a very happy medium because you go, you still enjoy it. You'd be social. You can still see your friends, but you can still progress forward with your goals at the same time. And that means you don't really get this fear of missing out. You can have the two together. And if you say, oh, I just don't have the willpower. I don't have the willpower. It's like increase the pressure of the situation. Buy the train ticket already to go home or, um, you know, tell somebody to come and pick you up at a certain time so you don't have to let them, so you can't let them down. It's not just based off you. It's based off other people around you. You know, you have to go home and let your dogs out or whatever that, whatever it means for you to actually have like these parameters in place so you can stick to the things in which you say you're going to it can really, really help. And that kind of raises the the pressure of the situation. But I also wanted to talk over a few things that are important because I always used to think that when I was doing specific things, um, I thought I was a bad person. I thought, you know, I started to think that I was boring and I was somebody who wasn't um, normal, you could say, when I had different goals. Because it can feel that way. You know, the majority of people don't mind going and drinking and get pissed at the weekend every single weekend. And it doesn't mean that I don't like going and get pissed and drinking on the weekend because I do. It's fun and I enjoy it. But just in moderation with anything, if too much of one thing is probably going to be too much and it probably sort of have a bit of a, a pushback. And there's going to be areas in your life where you are going to do this more and there'll be areas where you're going to do this less. So again, it's going to be ups and downs and peaks and troughs. But I used to think that sometimes when I wasn't getting involved, I just thought that I was boring. I thought I was different. I thought I was boring. But what I was doing is I was, I was viewing the negative. I was viewing the thing in which I was missing out on. And this is the, the perspective change that we need to make. And this is the whole thing about sacrifice as well. It's like sacrifice is a word that we talk over. It's like we're sacrificing something. Or we, we can't do this and we can't do that. And we know we can't do this, but what are we getting in return? What's the opposite side of the equation? It's like when people come and talk about coaching or they talk about personal trainers and talk about um, you know, investing back into yourself. What's the cost? Everyone's using the word cost. It's not a cost. It's an investment into yourself. This is the, 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 the rewire that we need to make. If you, you know, look after your body and improve your health, it's an investment into your health. It's not a cost for your health. So we're viewing what, what we're losing instead of what we're gaining. And this is the change in which we need to make. Sometimes, yes, we might not be able to get involved in anything and everything, but you get to be fitter and happier and healthier and in great shape. For example, if it's to do with your, your physical or when I was building my business, it means I could build my business to then earn money, to have larger impact, to then buy the house that I'm sat in, in the village where all my family live. And I can start to give more to other people around me like that. You know, once you start to think about that, it's like, Jesus Christ, like such a good goal. And 
you need to think deeper when it comes to your goals and look at the value in which it's going to bring to you as a person because that really helps in, in terms of increasing the perceived value of the things that we are trying to obtain and that's what we fixate on more so the thing in, in, in terms of the thing in which we're losing i think just because you're saying no doesn't mean you're not a bad person no i used to be um, i used to hate the word no saying no to people being a bit of a people pleaser and um, now i don't mind saying it because i just tell the truth in every single situation but no, I used to think, oh, because I was saying no, it meant I was a bad person, but it's not the case. It just means you have boundaries. It means that you have something that you want to do. It means that people actually value your time even more. If you say no, if you say, I don't want to do that, or I can't do that today. It's like when they do see you, they're going to value your time more. And it's important to have these boundaries because if you don't, you're going to be pulled from pillar to post based off what everybody else wants to do. And then all of a sudden you are moving adrift. You're, you're losing yourself. You're losing the, which what's valuable to you. And if you've got all these other goals, which you want to do and you want to move forward with, but you're actually doing everything else, you're not living in alignment with who you are. And that's when you start to develop mental health problems and anxiety. And because you're painting this picture of you that, and you're living true to this picture of you, which is not actually you. And it's important to live true to that because if you don't, we start to get in our own head and um, massively, massively doubt ourselves. So once I finish this here and kind of round this off here, because I know it's been a bit of a long one um, and I've been talking about various different topics, but just know that you can go to socials, you can come away. You just need willpower. Just know that, you know, you can say no, you can have those boundaries. If you are making these sacrifices right now, just know that it's for a greater future. You know that, and even use that example of me there, that sometimes, you know, me being in Turtle Bay, looking back at those times that I said no, and I couldn't do this and I couldn't do that. I might not have been able to get involved then, but Look at the position I'm in right now. I've saved the money, built the business to buy a house in which I live in, in my favorite village with where all my family are. Self-sufficient. I've done it exactly how I wanted to because I had the opportunity to be able to do that. And that comes from those times in which you do sacrifice. And it's not that we want to sacrifice everything and we need to ha- find a happy balance between the two because happiness is not over there. It's right here. And if you find that happy balance between the two, you will find the sweet spot. So if you need any further help with, let's say, the fear of missing out and social events and balancing the two, feel free to drop me a message because I'm more than happy to help with that. And if you think that this episode would be helpful for other people or anybody who you are close to, share it to them, send to them. And if you ever did want to give this podcast a bit of a like or a follow, it helps me more than you'd imagine because it lets me know which ones are good which ones you like the most which ones I should do more of um, and also I'm um, just getting more guests on in the future um, and knowing what I should be talking about and stuff like that so all good thanks very much for listening